But here's what we're going to talk about today, all right? What buyers should know. People that's purchasing homes, all right? Fixer-uppers are a hot topic. There's no doubt about it. Right. We just completed a show here a while back. If you didn't watch it, go on our page and watch, it, page and watch all of the episodes. But we did a series called Turning This House Into a Home. Where we took an old home, a fixer-upper style home, we totally remodeled it. We was able, again, to find a family that purchased that home before we even got finished with it. But again, that's a hot topic. That's a lot of things that people talk about, want information about. So we're going to talk today about what people that are in the market for buying a home, some things that you should know. All right, okay. about buying a fixer-upper because there are misconceptions that are out there as far as fixer-uppers, what they are and what they entail and can you do this and can you do that and what type of loans and so on and so on and so forth. Right. So we're going to pick just a couple today and we're going to talk about those to hopefully provide you some good real estate information. So let's do this before we ever get started though, giving some information. When you say... I'm going to define a fixer-upper, all right? Okay. Define that for the nation. In your opinion, what's a fixer-upper? Well, I guess it depends on the person, really. But, sure. I mean, because that's a, that's a broad... That's exactly that's right. That's a broad You're going exactly range. where I wanted you to go. Okay. But in my opinion, what a fixer-upper is, right. is it needs some work. Sure. Some work. It might need flooring. It might need some paint. That's exactly maybe right. Maybe some windows. No doubt. Stuff like some that. Some people, that's, that's what I was going yeah. with. Sometimes people only see fixer-uppers of these homes as like falling down. Right. Uh, ain't got no windows in them. The yeah. floors is rotten out. A right. lot of people see that. But a fixer-upper can be very many things. It, it's usually a home that just needs something about it. Right. Not necessarily a total gut remodel job. Right. But something about it needs to be maybe brought up to current times. Maybe it's got, you know, uh, dated cabinets or right. bathroom fixtures or windows or anything like that. But a fixer-upper is a very broad topic. That's right. why I'm glad that you define it the way that you are. So when we're talking about this today, don't think that we're just saying this home, again, that needs a total remodel. Right. You know, we got to get the whole thing. we got to tear it all apart. Start from scratch. We don't have to do that with right. a fixer-upper, all right? Fixer-uppers come in many different sizes, shapes, categories, all of those things. So we're going to talk today about, again, what buyers should know about when you're buying at Fixer Upper. Here's the first thing, okay? The first thing that I'm going to let you know about something you should know, again, about a Fixer Upper, is they can be, buying a Fixer Upper can be a shortcut to becoming a homeowner. Oh, yeah. Now, again, big, broad topic here. We could go right. on for a long time about this, okay? But the reason that I'm saying that, the why I'm saying that, is when you talk about fixer-uppers, typically, because the homeowner, the seller, they do know they need some work. Right. Typically, the reason I'm saying it can become a, it can be a shortcut to home ownership is because typically those homes can be purchased at a less of a price right. than what you would say a home that is totally fixed up. It's brought up. Everything is where it is because sellers are very well aware. My home needs some help. Right. My home needs some fixing up. So when you're looking at that as a potential buyer, if a fixer-upper is something that you could see yourself getting into, and we're going to go deeper in this, here in just a little bit, but if you could see yourself, I need a particular neighborhood, I need a particular area, so on and so forth, right. if you would begin to think, I could potentially buy a fixer-upper, mm -hmm. 
you could, with the possibility of purchasing that fixed roofer, get in a neighborhood at less of a price than everybody else paid right. because it is a fixer effort. Right. Do you agree? Do you absolutely. see that a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. see that. Yeah. Exactly. So, again, you could begin. <clears throat> so, when we say buying a fixer upper, it can kind of be a shortcut to home ownership. Sometimes you can buy those fixer uppers because you're purchasing at a lesser price. Your payments are going to be less. Your insurance could potentially be less. All of those things, taxes and blah, 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 that we've talked about here many, many times, that shortcut can go right in because, again, you're purchasing a fixer up. And, too, sometimes, you know, some people don't want that challenge. No doubt. They don't want that. No so doubt. they look yeah. right over the fixer up. Absolutely. Because maybe they just want to go in and buy one that's move-in ready. Right. They don't want to go through that process. No, not at all. And, again, that's why... Fixer uppers aren't for everybody. Some right. people don't want to have what you were just saying. They don't want to do that. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to have to go in and do anything. They want to literally move in and it's good. Right. But there are opportunities. Yes. If you are willing to look at those fixer uppers that are currently out there, because you, you kind of have, when you see the real estate market, you have what we're going to call, just for sake of argument here today and for, for topic, we're going to have the home that is on the market right now that is completely moving ready. You see that, all right? And you see that's what the majority of people are going for that home that it's perfect. I don't have to do nothing. I move my stuff in and I'm ready. <laughs> then you have a group of people that, again, are looking for fixer-uppers, but they're looking for that total remodel job. These are, right. your, these are your investors, your flippers, right. those kind of people. But you have that segment that fits in between the total remodel totally fixed up that again falls into the category of a fixer upper that may just need new carpet right it may need paint it may just need an updated kitchen right it could just be the bathrooms needed updated but it's not a total remodel job right those are the homes that again if you're willing to have that eye seeing what a home can be you can sometimes pick those up right. for less of a price than you're going to pay for that home that is totally ready to go into but Nowhere near the work of that total remodel job. Would you agree with that? Right. I was reading here what Deanna said. She said that, uh, where did I see that at? She said, you could end up spending more money fixing it up even if the house is priced lower. That's true. Great comment. That's true. That's where yeah. you got to kind of sit down and weigh out options. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, you know, Big you gotta, time comment. You might, before you just jump in, you right. might want to have somebody come out. If you're not going to do the work yourself. Absolutely. That's you what might want to have saying. somebody come out. You can get a contractor come out. 99% of the time, they're going to give you a free estimate. Yes. So you could have somebody come out with you and say, okay, because, again, this is just me. This this is saying me. I might walk into a place and not see it as that bad. Right. And a contractor might walk in there and be like, whoa, yeah. you're not looking at this and yeah. this and this. So it adds up. So that's that's a great point, though. Right. That's something that you would definitely need to evaluate to see, what am I getting into before I jump into this? There's no doubt. And, and just to kind of go back on that again, for those of you that were with us on the journey, that we went on the journey of turning this house into a home, the home up in Greenville. Again, if you've not watched that series, go back right here on our Facebook page, get into our videos. You will see as we totally remodeled a house. All right? yeah. It was a great thing. It was fun for us. It was fun for you guys. By the way, y'all picked out everything about it. But it was a good thing. But the first thing we did, literally the first thing we did, we got a home inspector and a contractor. Right. And we said, okay, here's what we're considering. Right. Go do your thing. Yeah. Let us know what you see. Let us know what needs to be done. Because, again, if that's not your expertise, that point that she just gave, 
You can spin more than you should. Oh, yeah. Can be done very, very quickly and you if you see don't know that what happen. to look for. You, you'll oh, see that happen a bit, no uh, quite doubt. a bit yes. for people who don't who don't go about it the right way. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So point number one, buying a fixer-upper can be a shortcut to home ownership because usually there's an opportunity there for people who, again, want to go in and do some work to a house. There's usually some of those that you can find on the market. Sometimes... You can find those for less of a price. Right. That can be your shortcut to home ownership. So, again, we're talking today about what buyers should know when they're buying a fixer-upper. Also, if you just come in the room, make sure. Great would-you-rather today. What Would you rather have banana pudding any way you want it or chocolate cake any way that you want it? We're going head-to-head to get By the uh, way, I think chocolate today. cake is making a comeback. It's making right a now. comeback. Yeah. All right, it's coming back. We went through number one of what to know about buying a fixer-upper. What do you got for number two? So, this is... Uh, Number two is something that I tell people a lot when they ask about fixer-uppers. Gotcha. And, and in a way, we're going to talk about this, but it's kind of outside of our area of right. what we can really talk about good. Right. But there is mortgages that are available. You oh, can yeah. get a mortgage on a fixer-upper. Oh, yeah. Now, the problem that I face with this a lot is that people are approved for a USDA loan mm-hmm. or just an FHA loan. Right. Those, you have a little bit more trouble getting financing for those because those kind of are, they want you to buy a move-in ready house. Absolutely. But there is loans that's available. So options-wise, I know uh, it's been a while since we talked about it, but there is an FHA 203K loan. Right. Okay, so if a fixer-upper is something that you are considering, Mm -hmm. that's something that you need to go ahead and ask your lender about. Because for one... Not every lender does them. No. So you got to kind of got to find a lender that does that. Basically, in a nutshell, what that does that we know that it does is that it will give you money to fix up the house. Sure. Now there is just from the time I think I've done maybe two of these. Okay. There is some hoops that you have to jump Absolutely. through for it to work. you got to let them know what's going on with the house right. going to be. You're going to have to have it appraised two different times. Right. There's a time frame that the work has to be done in. Right. Everything has to be done by a licensed License. contractor. Yes. So it's not one of those things that Mike's going to go buy a fixer-upper. Mm-mm. He's going to get an FHE 203K loan on it, right. and he's going to get to do the work. It don't work that way. No, absolutely. It don't work that way. Now, conventional loans are, again, that's something that you need to talk to your lender about. Right. Conventional loans, a lot of times, they'll let you do the work. Right. But a lot of times, that's a bigger down payment. You're looking yes. at more money down. Yes. The USDA is a 100% loan. Right. THDA is 100% loans. Um, FHA is a 3.5% down loan. But, again, when you go the 203K route, it changes some things that we I don't really know to talk about. Sure. But, again, just know there is loans available. So it ain't like a lot of times people think, Oh, when I'm buying a fixer up, I'm going to go pay cash. Absolutely. That, that's the point of the whole right. thing. Yeah. Right. There are financing options that are available out there. Now, as we have discussed many times on this show, when it comes to financing, and it, 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 it just holds so true, there are different options for different people. Not that anything crazy is going on. But because everybody's credit profile is different. Different. Right. So again, there are options that are out there available, but there there is this big misconception, false information that is out there that oh you gotta pay cash for fixer uppers. Right. No, you don't. No. You can potentially 
be able to get different types of. There are different products. Again, you've got your local bank versus corporate America bank. That yeah. There are different products that are out there that are available for you to be able to purchase these homes. Yeah. We just want you to know what to know when potentially thinking about buying one, that there are financing options available. Again, they're tailored to meet your needs. So you would just need to go in and speak to, again, your banker, your mortgage representative, whoever that is going to be helping you get the money. For this place, they're going to be able to tell you a whole lot better than we can. Another good question. Another good question here, Dan says, "Does VA allow fixer uppers?" Again, it, I think it depends on because even at that, VA lenders do different things. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is, I think, a it's called a VA renovation loan. There is. So. I don't know if the lender that you're dealing with does that. Right. That's a question that you can ask um, whoever your lender is, and then again they might be able to direct you and even I mean even Google it. I would Google it, sure. Google it to see. But but from what we've been told, I've personally never seen nobody do one. Right. But I have heard there is a VA renovation, renovation. loan. Yeah. Again, so. again, there's so many different things. That we try not to step out of what we do know as far as to get into that. We just know that the options are available to you. You would definitely want to talk to someone, again, a whole lot more versed upon the financing part of it than we are as far as that goes. But again, great point, great question. So again, we're talking today about what buyers should know when you're considering buying a fixer-upper style home. First thing we talked about is, again, it could be a shortcut to home ownership. Second thing is financing options are available. Here's the third thing, and this is going to go back to what one of our viewers said here just a few minutes ago. I think maybe Deanna said this. But when you're purchasing these, point number three is you need to match the house that you're purchasing, the fixer-upper, right. again, with your skills and your budget. Right. All right? Because, again, are you going to do the work? How much work is going to have to be done? Because, as, again, our viewer said earlier, it's really easy when you get these and you begin fixing them up and you begin putting the work to it, you begin seeing this could be done and that could be done and I can do here and I can move there to spend more right. than you really need to be spending on this house. Right. Now, right. You always got to look at real estate of any kind, even if you plan to stay there for the rest of your life, you got to look at it as that investment, a good investment vehicle, but it's not a good investment if you go in and spend way too much money on right. doing it. Okay. Right. The other things are, is Matt, the reason we're saying match it with your skills and your budget, the house to your skills and your budget, because you do have to ask yourself the question. Is the potential, is the possibility here that, okay, I'm just going to do a little bathroom remodel. That's right. the only thing I got to do here. And when you do that little bathroom remodel, it come, it turns into a bigger job. Right. If that bathroom remodel turns into a bigger job, do you need someone else that you're going to have to pay to come in? That's where the right. money right. usually gets thrown at these things. Mm -hmm. And again, that you go too much. You right. spend too much. So when you're looking at this... When you're looking at these homes, match them with your skills and your budget. Now, that's not saying if you can't do the work, you can't buy the house. Right. No, if you can pay the man to do the work, right. the woman to do the work in the house, do it. Go for it. Right. But you got to know, here's my plan. Right. This is what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to accomplish the goals that I have for this house is by either hiring it out or, you know what, if i got to kick the whole back wall out and fix it back, I can do it. Right. If I was looking at a fixer-upper, 
The only thing I could do is power wash sidewalks off. <laughs> All right? I would have to hire out any other of the work done. Right. So I'm going to know that going in. I'm right. not the fixer upper handy person type. So I got to get all that done. Right. If you're watching us today and you can do a lot of that, that's just better off for you. Right. But again, the third thing you need to be aware of, match your skills and your budget with the house. Make sure all of those things match up. Right. Anything to add to that? No. Gotcha. What do you got for number four? So number four is is if all these match up, right. okay, you you can do the work or you can afford to hire it out or you can get the loan. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's it's no that that's kind of the perfect case scenario. Oh yeah, is that you're going to be getting the house that you're not buying something that someone else is in already. Absolutely. You get to go in and you kind of get to kind of make it yours. So you're yeah. going to go in and put your touches There's on. There's a it. sentimental moment you're, coming up. Here. You're going to put your stuff in. It's going to be the day you cry. <laughs> yeah. So you get to put all your stuff in there. You get to put what you want. So again, the reward yes. is really high, big time. Big so time. again, you get to feel like you kind of, you kind of, even though you might not have built that house from the ground up, absolutely, you've now got that, like he just said, that sentimental connection to where There's you no got to watch the progress, and you got to pick out what went in there. You got to pick out the paint colors. You got to rearrange that bathroom. Absolutely, you got to do that. So it will mean. That house will mean a whole lot more to you. There's no doubt. And a quick little story about that. You know, when we were doing the house up in Greenville, to turn the house into a home, right. there's no doubt. Because what was it? About three months, four mm-hmm. months, something like that. We was up there, not every single day, you more than me. But again, we was like up there just, you know, we'd never done the whole flip job and, right. and, and fix it up. But there is no doubt. There was an emotional connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. That came down, man, when it right. was time. It was over. Like, right. it, it, we're done. Right, yeah. And you didn't understand. But again, as far as that being, though, could you imagine how great that would have felt had you known that this is my home? Yeah. This is like, so that would be really cool. So again, you are able to go in, totally put all your, you know, efforts and energy into making this house what you want it to be. And again, you're, you're, you're creating that home that again is 100% well, again, it's unique it, to you. If you, if you have a house now and you live in it and you, you've just done little projects yourself. If, right. you've, if you've painted the living room, if you've painted a bathroom, if you've changed out a vanity light, anything like that. Right. You have that proud moment. No doubt. You know, you have that the no way you're like, hey, I've done that. You That's know? exactly right. So again, if all that kind of matches up and you get to do that with a whole house. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, again, that is today's real estate portion of the show. What you need to know, what buyers need to know, should they be looking to buy a fixer for style home? Hopefully, we've gave you some relevant information. Before we take our commercial break today, though, we want to make sure that you weigh in on one of the best would-you-rathers we've had ever. Cody, you have any numbers going on back here? Would-you-rather. So we got here's, some numbers. We're going to give these numbers when we get back, all right, from the break. But here's what we want to know today. Would you rather have banana pudding or chocolate cake? Yeah, and both of them, you can get them anywhere you want. They can be fixed by whoever. It's your best version of banana pudding or chocolate cake. Would you rather have one of those? We're going to take a short commercial break. Again, this is the 140th episode of Lakeway Area Real Estate Talk Live presented by Elite Realty 